It's been six years of podcasting, and without our sponsors, we wouldn't be able to bring these podcasts to you. So I want to thank today's sponsors. And first off, we have the Pretentious Pickle Company of 190 Water Street in Plymouth. Uh, If you haven't had a chance to get down there, uh, go down and check out what they make. They have everything pickled you can imagine from uh, pickled beets to carrots to mushrooms to onions to Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. They even have pickled um, uh, or pickled flavor cotton candy, I should say. They make it fresh there every day, and you can go in there and check out what they have to offer. And if you're not in the Plymouth area, you can go to pretentiouspickle.com and check out what they have to offer there as well, and they will ship it out to you. Their stuff is delicious. You should check it out. And uh, they are big fans of ours, and we are big fans of theirs. So thank you to the Pretentious Pickle Company for sponsoring today's episode. And our second sponsor today is Moonrise Cinemas. Moonrise Cinemas is a new drive-in in in Plymouth, uh, right on the Plymouth-Kingston line. They are located at 428 Court Street in Plymouth, Mass., and they offer a great selection of movies. You can go. It's very family-friendly. Um, I went and checked out The Goonies there. They've had Marvel movies, a wide variety of stuff. And they're really starting to expand. They have had uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This coming year, they're doing music on Thursday nights. On Wednesdays, they're going to be 420-friendly events. So make sure you check out what they have to offer, uh, MoonriseCinemas.com. It's a great venue. They have a beer garden. They have uh, their own food. Their food's phenomenal. And they're bringing back their French toast, which I'm very excited about. Uh, So make sure you check out what they have to offer, moonrisecinemas.com. And if you use code INEBRIART when purchasing tickets, you'll get 10% off. So make sure you go to moonrisecinemas.com to get your tickets for movies, concerts, and more. And use code INEBRIART for 10% off on your purchase. And now let's jump right into the podcast. Was that a we're going thumbs up or were you just like, all right, so we're rolling. Welcome back, Inebriite. This is Andy. As Inebri always, what? Inebriite. Inebriite. Okay. Someone who follows Inebriart. All right. It's kind of like a cult thing. Oh, so it's kind of like the singer Lord, how she has her disciples. Yeah. And doesn't um, Gaga have monsters? Gaga like has yeah. monsters. Uh, the Rock has the people. Uh, Crit Roll has critters. Mm-hmm. And the wrestler test has his testicles. So uh, oh, had. Yep. Had. had. No longer has had. testicles? Uh he no longer has anything. He's been dead for several years. Rest in peace, Test. Well, people will still like be fans. Are you so, a testicle? Yeah, he had his moments. So anyways, we're actually at our good friends Barrel House Z in Weymouth, Mass. If you happen to be out and about and looking for a cold beverage, check them out. And that one of those voices that you are hearing that you haven't heard before. No, you have. You probably have. You should have. You don't, re- you don't remember. It was like forever ago. Like four years? 
I'm sure they're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy I remember from four years ago. <laughs> I remember that voice yeah, now. So uh, that's AJ Haypenny, uh, stand-up comic, Cape Cotter extraordinaire. Hello there. And, Inebriates. Uh, <laughs> See, I said it, too. Yeah, it's yeah. a thing. Don't be jealous. Dude, it, it, do you, do you have, that was so fetch. Do, do you have hay change? No, no. I, I have uh, my 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 fans are called uh, uh, restraining our distance away. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So we have had a weird friendship. We came on the podcast. I think we, I think I just basically cold called you because I was like a stand-up comedian near me kind of thing, and um, now we like now we're in business together. Now we run comedy shows. That's right. How did that happen? Um, desperation on both <laughs> of our parts. It, it, mine was just trying to sell board. So, in quarantine, lockdown. Me, me, it's me. It's a beautiful thing because I could just go to the South Shore rather than go to Boston. I mean, I could go to Boston because gas prices are so cheap right now. But yeah. the South Shore for me. I just upgraded to a Hummer. Cause... <laughs> Do they still make those? <laughs> I think they're still making the H3s, and it's still the same model from 2009. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, yeah, so now there's – are, are we the hottest thing in South Shore comedy? Can I, I say that? Like, I don't want to say that, but I feel like that's rude. Literally the hottest thing in South Shore comedy because it's 75 fucking degrees here <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's a little toasty. It's a little toasty. Um, yeah, so, like, we started this thing three years ago? Was it that far? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was three years ago. It was like the height of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Height of lockdown. We 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 tested out a Zoom show. I saw a bunch of Zoom shows, and I hated them all. So so I thought, well, this is what I would do differently, and we were able to apply that, which was nice. Uh, we we start out with just people that hey. I know you're stuck at home, other comedians, but if you want to do this, it's still painful, but not as painful as as the other ones. Yeah. As as the other Zoom shows where everybody mutes their stuff. And, and I feel like the, the talk of the time was like, hey, let's get the COVID jokes out of the way because by the time you're back in front of an audience, they're going to be hacky. Yeah. You know? And we were even saying that on the Zoom calls yeah. as well. <laughs> Even then, it was like, ugh, no one wants to hear your mask joke. Even last week, I heard so someone talk about, oh, everybody bought all the toilet paper. No, they didn't. That was <laughs> two so, and a half years ago. Wow. I can't believe Yeah, and that was kind of like what you said. Like, we want to get those jokes out of the way because by the time you're in front of people. And, and, and I, 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 I said they were going to get hacky. Literally yesterday, when I was booking a private event, they literally said at the book, custom material. The only thing it said was no COVID jokes. Good. <laughs> That's I'll, funny. I'll be more happy to close it that day. <laughs> nice. uh, and now you're everywhere. You're Hawaii. Uh, Let's see. Hawaii, Chicago, um, L.A. for a little bit. Then August, going to be going to Cincinnati. For a comedy festival? Yes, just- the uh, Mid- Midwest Queer Comedy Festival. Nice. So 
Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that one, but that's 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 the only flight that I've booked this year just because of the not only the rising gas prices, but the rising uh, flight prices as well. When I flew to Hawaii, the flight one way was literally two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Yeah. So I thought I'd fly to say hi to Sarah Martin, Sarah Martin, good friend of a show and the flight from LA to Boston, despite it being direct, cost cost me like three hundred bucks. Huh. Yeah, we flew out to Vegas and I think for me and Fish to Fly, it was like six fifty, something like that. Yeah, not bad the, at all. And then the matter of like three months, Carl booked his ticket and it was like a thousand dollars. That's what Carl gets for being him. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean it's <laughs> So now we do these shows. We're kind of like waiting on a show coming up tonight uh did um did you expect this to go this way like did you think i was going to be the psycho and book us any I, any like I, lemonade stand opening I, I wasn't expecting to be alive this long to be honest with you i, w- I wasn't even thinking about the, f- the future because Everyone say, "Oh, COVID's gonna end in two months." Oh, it's gonna be two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, like, oh, I guess comedy is done. But I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stay funny, stay f- funny in the wings, just in case. Just practice the chops. Yeah. Keep writing. Keep keep doing all these all this virtual stuff. Uh, but but no, I didn't imagine that it would it would p- pick up this quickly. It's to the point where. People are, are saying like, oh, you should check out this place. And I said, no, I don't want to. Uh, if, if they come to us for a show or if they go, go, to, go to Andy, then, then yeah, awesome. But I'm not, personally, I'm not looking for new venues to, to do stuff unless someone goes out of the way to, way to hit me up. And that's one of the weirdest things is like, I never for a second thought that people were going to be like, hey, I saw your comedy show or I saw your ad for comedy show. And, um, Dorchester Brewery just hit me up like yesterday in an email. It was like, hey, is it okay if WGBH uses the image to promote it? And I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like, of we are artists. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate you asking, but don't be stupid, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, no, but it's but it's but it's been great. Um as I was discussing with Fish, it's been a little stagnant like the past like three three, four weeks everywhere. Just just because of rising gas prices. Yeah, but gas prices and, and like weather's finally broke. So like summer's here. So I feel like people are like getting their yard like yards ready. And like this morning I saw the weather and I'm like, oh, it's going to be great because it's pouring rain out. And as the day progressed, I'm like, I hope the people who bought tickets show up because it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, it, it's it's a weird it's a weird business. I've always heard comics talk about like, oh, I drove like 45 minutes to do five minutes and, you know, get like three buffalo wings as payment. But <laughs> get a like, hot dog and a handshake. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of how the business works. It, it's 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 a weird industry. Oh, oh, sh- oh, sure. It's especially in the Boston area. And then I, I try to break that stigmatism, especially if somebody's driving out or, or coming this way, uh, at least give them something if i can um i don't think hand jobs count oh it does uh, is any gas grass <laughs> or ass and, and any any exchange 
Just give, give him a little hand. That's that's why there's a glory hole here at <laughs> Brewery 44. <laughs> Only in Carver. Oh, never, Shout out to Brewery 44. They're 44. never going to let us do shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I, I love how there was, there was a dog that, that was there at Brewery 44, but as soon as I walked in with, with Mosev Musa, yeah. like that dog started barking. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I can't wait to see that footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now you, you're you're doing like your own podcast now. Um, so, so, so what sorry. brought that on? Um, health, health, health class heroes is something I wanted to do do for a while, but um, my my co host Chris, I'm just I'm just waiting for him to fin- finish up his plays so so we so we put 100 percent of our focus into that on on our free time um because uh, pre- pretty much comedy or anything else uh i just i just make my hobby i hardly play video games i've never finished a tv show in my whole life <laughs> it, it's crazy like it, people be like oh what do you do for fun and i'm like i run my business for fun because it is like Ooh, e- editing the podcast for health health class heroes because um we did we did a couple episodes uh with, with my friend Dre and her facial expressions seeing a lot of those 90s yeah. health, health health class videos just 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 made it absolutely priceless so trying to try and have it to the point where we can have a third green screen that way have another guest preferably a comic or some somebody in the entertainment industry something um that that way we can have their facial expressions and say, oh, that's 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 gonna be the thumbnail. But where did the idea even come from? Like, I I I had in the back of my mind since since college. I was just fascinated by just all the propaganda that was in these videos, and finding out later that all of them have been issued by the government. Like yeah. mainly during the Reagan administration and then later on in the Bush administration that saying, oh, how do we get these kids off drugs? Let's make this the number one focus because every generation has to have its boogeyman. Yeah. Now, now it's now it's now it's what Russia is our is our boogeyman Russia right again? now, I think, which is so weird because I remember there's a, a movie out of the 80s called Gotcha. And I was watching it with my nephew. My nephew was probably like 12 or 13 at the time. And, you know, they're going back and forth from East to West Berlin and they're running from the Russians and blah, blah, blah. And about halfway through the movie, I turned to my, my nephew and said, uh, you don't know why they're running from Russians, do you? And he's like, no. I'm like, every time they say Russian in your head, say terrorist. And he went, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it was, it is like in the eighties, they were the boogeyman. Now they're back. Yeah. So as, as soon as the eighties boogeyman, Russia was out. So, oh, we need another boogeyman. We need some, somewhere to put our focus. So, so, so that we can do our weird war crimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oh, drugs. That's the number one problem is, is drugs, not just drugs, but the people doing the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that's, that's the problem. So are you only going to do drug like movies? Cause there, there were other videos in health class. I, I there were dr- sex one, AJ. Dr- drugs is a preferable one, but then I've, I've had other comics hit me up that say, Hey, I, 
when you do the sex ed one, yeah. have me on. So, so of course, we're going to have to branch, branch out with that. Drugs is a personal favorite of mine. Love drugs. Personal, <laughs> is a per- personal favorite of mine, but... You can send your drugs to AJ P.O. Box. <laughs> P.O. Box inebriart. Listen to us. <laughs> I mean, well, don't not send them to us. <laughs> But but then uh, but then there's but yeah we well, yeah we'll we'll get into the sex ed ones preferably ones that are promoted by the Catholic Church. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, if you smoke weed on the Sabbath, it makes you gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you're you're watching. Uh, it, it was a series of them with uh, uh, Gossett Jr. Right? Yes, uh, uh, straight up with uh, with Louis Gossett, Gossett Jr. Jr. I was blanking on his first name. So, so when you have him on the podcast, eventually, uh, I, I, we'll have you sit in on that one. Yes, sure. y- yes, exactly. And the only questions I'm going to ask are about straight up, and <laughs> maybe the occasional Tyler Perry movie. Yeah. But, uh, but it, it was it was fascinating because it, it was it was towards because um, it was after Eagle Eye, and then Eagle Eye, uh, where, where where he played Chappie, Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle, yes. Eagle, no, Eagle Eye is the one with Shia LaBeouf. M- okay. My bad. Um, so I, his career would kind of stack. Wow, that off. was after that. Yeah, because Iron Eagle was a huge movie. Iron Eagle was eighty six. Yeah, um, Officer and Gentleman was eighty two. So straight up, the government funded drug videos that he was in was nineteen eighty eight. So was he ever arrested? Was this like a? Uh, legal having to make the movies because I've heard of that. Well, let's shit. let's let's put it this way: I didn't see any legal record. Yeah, from 1986 to 1988, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was expunged because because of that. Of that. Okay, yeah. Not that I'm talking trash, the great Louis Gossett Jr. No, but I but, mean there were there's that, that's happened. But but not to him, but other people allegedly. Yeah, but let's let's put it as I I would you can do say whatever one of those you want videos. as long as you say allegedly. Yeah. yeah, I would do one of those videos too, yeah. <laughs> if if it got got if it if it got me off. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so then it also starred Chad Allen, who infamously was in Saint Elsewhere. Um, he he was the kid. Yeah, he was the kid. He was he was the all kid. of TV is this kid. He was uh, Tommy Westfall. Hmm. And the whole show, all six to seven seasons that, that brought on Denzel Washington, um, uh, the guy that played Monk, who, uh, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Thank you. And so, so many other name, uh, so, and so many other actors, it brought them on. And then all of a sudden, no, it, it all just happened in this autistic child's mind. Yeah. And that, that, that was the whole show. That's probably what Chad Allen is most famous for. And the funny part is there's like a, a flow chart that shows like all the TV shows that connects to that. And it's a insane amount of TV that is imagined by. Oh, uh, like what else? Uh, uh, you know, the shows, <laughs> I just they, called they, them out. Damn it. I said it existed. I didn't say I had it memorized. So scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, just stall for a second. Okay. All right. <laughs> pizza break <laughs> all right so saint elsewhere crossed over with uh let's see homicide life on the street x-files chicago hope Ooh. diagnosis murder the original mission impossible uh let's see oh the one with andy dick 
Who was? <laughs> no, Andy Dick was the later one. He he played um, the, like he the played Tom the Cruise. Son. Um, Wait. So there, so uh, no, I was thinking Get Smart. Oh, yeah, you think yeah, no, Mission Impossible, but right. yeah, the fun one. Uh, Veronica Mars, Doctor Who, The Flying Nun, L.A. Law, Leave It to Beaver, My Mother the Car. I'm just you can move there, on anytime yeah, there's, there's like tons of them there's a lot anyway. wow yeah yeah we don't need the whole list please but, don't because right. it's i can't it's very small font i'll read them all let's see how much time we need <laughs> up <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> thanks for listening inebriates um so when did you start booking shows because you you have the one uh the red nun down cape cod mm-hmm. and you've been around that since pre-covid uh like, i've i've been Doing doing that one for about five and a half years, and we're coming up on our hundredth show, um, June June eighth. Was it you, you didn't have shows run the way you wanted to run them, so you figured you do your or you wanted them to be run, so you figured you do your own? Like what? I, I originally started that that one with a couple friends, Ed Waugh and Je- Jesslyn Peters, but then eventually eventually they they stopped doing comedy full time and and got on with their lives and i see that as got on with their lives <laughs> yeah I, I, I see that as a way of like uh, we're all in prison and then they got out <laughs> oh, they, got a, they still come to visit you and yeah yeah they come to visit every now and then nipples up against the glass <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, J- just jesslyn is actually going to be on the hundredth show nice and then it's 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 a way of just like oh i'm just visiting you in prison i'm a counselor now <laughs> like I, i've actually moved beyond this even it's somebody that died <laughs> and then they buried them over the prison they finally got out <laughs> uh, ed, ed still does it every now and then um i i'm one one of the only cape comics that 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 does that does it as a full-time job um because i have no other choice um every every other place it's just no nah, they, they they're not gonna take my smart ass um and, and, pl- and plus i i had to the point where if i'm not working regularly if i'm if i'm not working five days a week then i'm just dead in the water yeah so so like i i put that self in in a position where i'm 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 hungry for comedy but i'm also hungry <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that is one of the uh the tricks so like back in september i made an ebr at my full-time gig and it, there's that fine line between i want to do this to forward art i want to do this to because i think it's a good idea and hey they're gonna pay me to do this um do you get stuck in those positions where you're like i don't want to do it but i mean like it is like 500 bucks oh uh, oh uh, oh abs- abs- absolutely and but it's more like uh, i don't want to do it but it's a hundred bucks <laughs> <laughs> um I, I i literally did a um i did i did a pride show here yeah on sunday and I knew it was going to be a bloodbath because, and this is not a knock on the crowd. It's just, they're not a comedy crowd. So they're not going to be as good as a comedy crowd. Right. And, and so. They're not here for a comedy show. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. They're, they're, and they made that abundantly clear. <laughs> so, so, so when Craig Martin, the guy that guy that booked me said like, Hey, um, there's, there's, there's this pride thing. Everyone else said no. Because <laughs> and you're you're right. well. How much does it pay? <laughs> well, I'm on my way back there, so 
So the, so that that'll that'll be perfect. And they said, "Oh, we got a really good crowd for you." And I said, "Sure." <laughs> so, so so um so so went up. Um, I probably I I cut my time down because because it knew yeah they're not having it. Yeah. And and pl- and plus like with kids there, I didn't plan for for kids be being there at a at a at a pride show. Yeah. So, so um, I'm not gonna teach them about the birds and the bees. If somebody says uh, do a 20 minute set. I put a 20 minute set in my mind, but I don't factor in that there will be mostly childs there. Yeah. That's, that's heck. It's um, nah, I, uh, I'm not going to do Disney jokes cause they're not going to pay attention anyway. That's right. not a knock on them. They, yeah. they, they're kids. Yeah. They're yeah. kids. They're looking at their iPads all the time. Right. So with, with that, you got to read the room and say, okay, just do the that thing. 20 minutes, I, that is a seven minutes. <laughs> that was 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I'll, I'll, I'll stay, I'll stay and eat cookies. I felt bad for the improv troupe that was on, that was on afterwards. Cause I could tell that they're good. Yeah. Um, but they're, right, at, they're still improv. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and, um, and when you ask for a crowd participation, everybody's just, mm. <laughs> and uh, so, so improv, you're dead in the water. If you're, right. you're not get you're not getting any, any 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 improvers at all so so a lot a lot of the and especially like a lot of the private events like i after they book me well i wait till after they book me a lot yeah. now um until check, after you clear the check exactly yeah, yeah. until the deposit clears and it's in my account so uh j- just like just to let you know um i'm booking top tier talent people that have been on tv people that have been on the road people that have travel the country to do comedy i've done my part but just 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 to let you know the crowd is not a general comedy crowd yeah it's if you're expecting to be the same atmosphere as a comedy club in new york i just want to get that out of your head right now yeah we'll still do the still do the best that we can and if you folks want to pay attention great i'll make the show great as possible but we're not expecting much yeah. So you shouldn't be expecting much. You, and I, so I tell people this pretty much everything we get involved with is usually by accident. And the run the comedy shows is no different. And I said, you know, when I first moved to Plymouth, I found these amazing artists. And I'm like, the, the art talent in, in Plymouth is amazing. And then I got involved in some of the music scene. And I'm like, oh my God, the music, like, I can't believe these people aren't touring the country. And then being in the comedy scene, I'm like, the comedy scene blows them all out of the water. Like, I don't know why half these people don't have Netflix specials already. It, it, it's, why, why is that, AJ? It's because I hold them down. No, um, right. <laughs> underwater. Just, just <laughs> doing that. Um, it's, it's, it's all about marketing yourself as well. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot of people think that just because you're good, you'll you'll rise you'll rise to the top on your own, which is admirable. But it's not. you have to you have to fucking ask. Yeah, you, you have to ask constantly. You have to do spots constantly. You have to work work your ass off to the point where you're on every show and you're just it's 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 like it's like the wrestler. I I I I take this from oh, the wrestler goody, Cody another wrestling it. <laughs> but it, but it has some meaning. I know. I'm just fine. go go for go from go from undesirable to undeniable. Okay, it was a point like four or five years ago. Nobody would book me on shit. Yeah, but then it, to the point, well, I'm just gonna have my writing so goddamn good 
so 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 solid for all all these shows that I'm not booking, but shows that I'm on, and and just make it make it hard for everybody else on the show. That just like hey, we'll we'll just give AJ a better spot, or hey, we'll yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll book we'll book AJ now. That to the point where I'm unfucking deniable, and and that's why I tell other people rather than bitch online and go to the comedian groups and and say like oh I'm not getting booked. Well, instead of bitching about it, be better. Yeah. They're like, well, I'm already good. Oh, well, I'm glad you have it all figured out. I'm glad you maxed out where you are right now. But, it, I mean, that's so true in, like, anything is, like, you know, if you're that good of a band that no band wants to follow you when you op- open for them, you're going to be headlining. If, if, you, if you're opening a comedy show and no one wants to follow you, you're going to be headlining. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's, you have to be really honest with yourself and, like, okay, was it the crowd or was it my joke? And the the easiest way to determine that is to one list listen listen to your set afterwards because oftentimes I'll listen like eh, the, eh I suck but I'll listen I'm like no the crowd's laughing it's just high ceilings and I can't hear any of the laughter right, yeah, I thought yeah. it sucked or B watch the rest of the show if the if they're if they're laughing wow, at the, the people ceilings were after only you, high during my set. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just if you're gonna blame everybody but you every single time, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. If you are stubborn and you don't take any constructive criticism at, at all, just fucking quit now. Because if you have it all figured out, great, but nobody's gonna follow your shit. And I'll watch the rest of a show if the crowd is still stagnant for like the other people after me. It's like, Oh, it was the crowd. Yeah. But if they're laughing at the, the feature, the headliner, they're dying laughing like, no, no, it, it was me. Yeah. So, so that's, that's probably the easiest way to determine it. But a lot of comics will go to, Oh, well my jokes were too smart for that crowd. No, your jokes just sucked. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because like, you know, comics have their five, 10 minutes, whatever they do. You know, I have seen your set, 30 times now give or take maybe more and i know when you're on because i'm like oh aj made me laugh tonight you know and that's it's hard to make someone laugh with the same bit over and over again but like i can tell like when you're having a good night because well it's it's also to that point too uh, that you you have you have to perform for the majority that are there yeah because if you're performing for the back of the room, just the few people that have seen your seen your shit, then oh yeah, I mean like I don't expect you to make me laugh. Like that's not that, that's not what I meant. <laughs> oh great, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't expect you to make me laugh, Mister yeah. Comedian. You know that's funny. what you, what you do, what you, what you what you do for a living. But I mean, it, you know what I'm saying is like you know if you hear the same joke over and over and over again, like you know where it's going. It's less funny. Um. But like that's how I know like when you're having a good night in front of a good crowd is like I'm like oh that's like a new tag or you spun it a little bit different. And- oh all 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 the all the jokes that I've done I don't tell any of my jokes the the same that I have two years ago. Yeah, I I'm firmly in belief that a joke is never finished. So so like you're saying with tags add, adding shit whenever I can doing the same space. Um, my my set all thirty of of those sets. I have never never told any of those jokes the exact same way. Yeah, it's it's never been the same lineup. It's never been the same order. Then there's a lot of comics that will tell it the same order, which is admirable. 
but someone else see, sees you like, okay, that was funny. They're probably not going to go out of the way to see you again. Right. And that's, that's, that's just a small reality. And because it's like a lot of the same people that go to the same shows, I watch the previous set that I did and I say, okay, I can't do any of those jokes that I did at the, at the last show. Yeah. Because it's going to be a lot of those same people that go to that one. But a lot, but, but that same, same week I can do the same set because it's going to be all different rooms. How, how long is it? Like, how long do you do a joke before you're like, all right, I'm not telling that joke anymore. I need to write. I mean, you're always writing new ones, but like, when, where, you, when, where you feel the obligation to like change your setup? When it, when it stops being funny. Yeah. When, when, like, like, like you're saying, if, if, if I'm on and I'm having a good time, if I'm telling it, I'm not having a good time with it. It's time to change it up or just put it put on the back burner for now. Uh, I have such a pressure to keep writing. Yeah. Uh, Red Nun is twice, twice a month. Yeah. It's a lot of the same people that go. So I am, I am writing constantly and I say, okay, I can do this joke because I haven't told it in two, three months. Yeah. And I, I can bring that back and just tweak it just a little bit. So, so with, with, with that, I haven't created like a solid like 20, but as long as the crowd is consistently laughing, yeah. then that, that's, that's, that's what's most important. If my set, if I'm hosting and my set is the worst set of the night, to me, that's a good show. Because every everyone else that's going on after me is kicking ass, and I'm I'm doing my job. Yeah. But if I can have someone else host, and if I can do do like a feature spot or or some or something like that, and 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 just and just have them kill, even better. But if it's the first show, generally I try to have myself host. But if somebody drops, I say okay, I'll call someone else to host. Because hosting is really a really different animal. Oh, you're, absolutely. You, you're the, like the first person to get the crowd engaged. Mm-hmm. And, you're 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 the you're the first you're the first person there to set the bar. Yeah. Um. We 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 originally had a different host scheduled tonight, but then they they can't make it, so I'm I'm ho- I'm host myself tonight, and then I won't won't be on again for for like another two months, I think. So, like a lot a lot of that I can build up, and then if I do tell some some of the same jokes, it'll it'll just be slightly slightly different. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be it'll be like it'll be like something new. It's just like asking Tom Petty, "Hey Tom Petty, you've been playing Free Fall for thirty fucking years. <laughs> like how do you, how do you not get sick of it?" Well, to me, it's like getting up there and it's like singing it again for the for the very first time. Yeah, and that, that's that's the way that Gary Peterson words it to us is saying, "Just imagine Tom Petty just doing Free Fall every single night over and over again." But him treating it like it's a new song. But I mean that—that's—that's that's really the difference between music and comedy. Is like music, everybody wants to hear those hits. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you went to the Tom Petty concert and he didn't play that song, you'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck!" But if you went to see the AJ Haypenny show and it was exactly the same as you saw the last time, you'd be like, "Oh man, you just did the same exact thing." The the crowd would still have a good time, but then they would never see me again. So. <laughs> <laughs> And so it's for, I'm not going to say nostalgia hack, but for a band in its prime, like if somebody goes to see Billie Eilish, they want to hear her new shit, but it's yeah. like, Oh, hopefully, hopefully plays bad guy. Right. Right. So, so, and, and, and you know, it's coming. It's going to be the encore. Right. 
you know. So so, but when you when you go to see Seinfeld, you want what's the deal? Grape nuts, <laughs> and and they're happy, but then they're never gonna go see him again. Yeah, yeah, true. So. I think we were having a conversation was it the last time about the the you know the the amount of time you know like comics like oh I have a five solid five I was so how I'm always amazed at the comics when they're like oh I think that was like seven minutes and you'd be like that was like seven minutes and twenty seconds like I is that just something that you you pick up from doing it or, or just uh, I'm I'm not sure what you mean I mean everyone. The goal, I don't know, I shouldn't say what someone else's goal is, but like the achievement for comics to get like the Netflix special, which is like an hour and you're trying to build up into an hour. But at the same time, not if you were going to have an hour set, how long would it take you to build that hour? Every every comic is different. Yeah. If somebody told me tomorrow say, hey, A.J. Haypenny, this random guy from Bourne, Massachusetts, we want you to do a Netflix special, yeah. an hour, and we want you to do it in three months. I would go back and compile my best shit as possible. I would put up a big, big old billboard, like you know, the little pokey boards, yeah. and then say, okay, but where does this fit with this? That way, that way it flows so even. So I think maybe my question would be better framed as, is it easier to come up with the hour first or build that kind of reputation where someone expects an hour first? Like what, like, is it chicken or egg? Like which comes first, the fame or the hour? Like, are you famous because you have an hour material or I don't think anybody got famous because they had an hour material. Yeah. I, um, at least most, most of the ones that you, that you see today, it's the, oftentimes it's the fame first, but then, they're so good to a, to a point that, oh, let's, put, let's give this person a TV special. But then now that they've been doing it consistently, they can write an hour in like a year and a half. Yeah. When somebody started out, they've been doing it for like 10 years, and then they barely have 15, 20 minutes. So it, it, varies, it varies per person. But as soon as you get the first hour out of the way, it's like sex. As soon as you get the first hour out of the way, might not be that good. But the ones <laughs> afterwards will 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 be much better, and everybody will will appreciate. They'll appreciate the effort. They'll appreciate the effort. Yeah. Um. I mean, is that your goal? Like, are you are you happy being the Cape Cod comedy scene? Are you? I'm I'm happy, but I'm never satisfied. Yeah. I. And I, th- I think, I think that that's a good thing. And said, "Hey, I got, bu- I got booked on twenty four shows la- last month. But why and- wasn't it twenty seven, AJ? Exactly. That's <laughs> why I say, like, well, it, I could have done something every single day. Yeah. Even though there's not, even though there's not paid shows on. You just stand outside Mondays, of Dunkin' Tuesday. Donuts, being like, hey, what's up with cauliflower? What's the deal with <laughs> the thing? I got my little change cup." <laughs> As I said, hey, the Doug Doe's manager said he was going to give me 20 bucks <laughs> and a gift card and a donut. <laughs> but, but it's fun. like we had uh, a couple of events lately that weren't awesome. And uh, some of the vendors are like, yeah, man, like it's not your fault. Don't take it so hard. I'm like, yeah, but the reason why our events are, are good and have built the reputation is because I take it so personally. 
Yeah. Like, if I didn't take it personally, I'd just be like, whatever, I got paid. Fuck you. You know, it, it, it's part of that drive and always trying to do better. Well, well as, as my good friend Zenobia Del Mar puts it, it's fun, but it's a job. Yeah. For sure. Like, get, get paid, get home safe. And if you, if you can get, get a good crowd, fucking awesome. But lately, if, if you, if you take, if it take, if you take it personally, then it just means you're going to work harder or as we want to happen, work smarter. Yeah. Um, but I see a lot of comics working hard. I see them pump, pumping out. Oh, I did four open mics a week. Yeah, but your jokes still suck. Um, so I see a lot of them work, but I don't see them rewriting or reworking. Trying to improve it. Yeah. Exactly. Is that you told that joke the exact same way for four years. I haven't yeah. seen you in four years. Your set is exactly the same, and you're doing it at an open mic. Not a show. Right. You're doing it at an open mic. It's not going to get better saying it the exact same way. An open mic is where you should be just doing all sorts of whatever. You, you would think so, but a lot of the people are thinking, oh, well, industry is going to be here tonight. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh at, at, a, at an open mic in Cambridge on a Monday. Highly unlikely. <laughs> um, all right. I think some of the crowd is actually starting to show up. We Great. have pizza waiting for us. Uh, so I think that's about time. AJ, where can our listeners, listener, listeners, we have more than one. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm, you I'm happy. you because you're a listener? I'm <laughs> I'm I'm happy to be on your lowest rated episode. <laughs> um, but where can people find you? Uh, I I mean, if uh, let's see, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, Grinder, um, at AJ Hey Penny. <laughs> That's AJ Ha. The word Penny spelled out two N's, not one N. You fucker. And follow me on instagram not tiktok tiktok i have too many followers uh if i could siphon, oh my god humble brag yeah. oh there's just too many people to deal with in my exactly i'd rather deal with them on instagram where that's where the real money is so 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 follow me follow me on well tiktok if you want but preferably instagram i'm trying to get my youtube channel to 10 10 000 followers right now i'm at a humble seven so please Help me out. Uh, humble seven followers? 7,000. Oh, well, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm always unsatisfied. Just, yeah. just, just like my lovers. I'm just always <laughs> unsatisfied. They always want more. <laughs> now, I, uh, it's been a pleasure working with you, AJ. And, uh, cheers. Cheers. I, empty I glass. My beer. Oh, actually, that's really bad. Oh, whatever. Um, I don't know. Well, which which, which religion is that bad with fish? Uh, and the beer drinking alcoholism, one? alcoholism. <laughs> um, <but yeah. laughs> we, we praise the all almighty Charlie Sheen and Nick Nolte. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, to, to many more comedy shows, and uh, it's gonna be a killer one tonight. Yes, and then hopefully by the time this this comes out, um, I I, I won't be dead. So hopefully, no, I hope not. <laughs> hopefully, a car doesn't doesn't hit me, or or a Walmart truck doesn't. Because then hit when me. people like message me about being on the show, I can't just be like, go talk to AJ. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and like he's dead. I'm like, go get a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell I'll tell people go talk to Aaron. Because <laughs> like I keep threatening Aaron with with the uh, with the booking with the booking, <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> perfect 
All right, man. Uh, it's show time. All right, show, pizza time. Pizza time, baby. Cool. Thank you, Fish. I, oh, yeah, and Andy. Thank Fish. You. And thanks for checking out the show today, listeners. Uh, if you enjoyed the content today, you can go over to patreon.com slash inebriart to support the show. You can join over there for just a few dollars a month and help us provide this fun content that you just checked out. You can also email us at inebriart.com with your questions, complaints, and concerns. Or you can find us on all social medias at inebriart or at inebriart6 on Instagram. And also don't forget to check out our other shows, Bar Talk Podcast, Old Colony Cast, Inebriart, and all the other shows on the Inebriart Network, which you can find at inebriart.com. Thanks again for listening.